Nancy MacDonald writes in her study titled, If You Can Play Scranton, during the 1920s, the sound known as swing took root across the nation. Scranton, in fact, the whole anthracite region, was a lucrative market for visiting big-name bands and small local combos. Dance halls scattered across the Lackawanna Valley were set up cabaret-style with tables, chairs, and refreshments. Hardly a night went by that some band was not playing somewhere for a dance. In winter, dances were held at Town Hall, the Liederkranz Hall, and the Masonic Temple and the Armory. In the summer, the bands appeared at the Crystal Palace at Rocky Glen Park and at the Casino at Musick Lake. The largest dance floor was the Crystal Palace, but the most romantic was at the Casino. Here, spotlights were aimed upward onto a beautiful glass dome bathing everything in the soft prism colors of reflected light. From the bandstand, a lover's lane led down to the water's edge. Since cars were still a luxury, most people arrived by open-air streetcars. The ride cost a nickel. As bands became popular, clubs like the Buddy Club, the Cotton Club, and the Hi-Hat Club were formed. They collected dues and raised money to sponsor appearances by big-name bands on holidays like Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve. The best-known Scranton promoter was Max Kearson. In commenting on the era, Kearson said, There wasn't a band in the business I didn't play. Most leaders would tell me, Don't worry about a guarantee. Just go ahead and book us. We love it in Scranton. The reason was simple. People were friendly, they liked musicians, and made a fuss over them. Musicians usually stayed 10 days, playing Scranton on a weekend, and then used Scranton as a base to work Elmira and Binghamton in New York, and Wilkes-Barre, Berwick, and Mahanoy City in Pennsylvania. Frequently, large bands needed to fill in for a sick member, while smaller combos sometimes needed extra musicians for certain numbers. For this reason, they hired local musicians who could read music and improvise. For bands never rehearsed, they arrived about 20 minutes before the show, set up their instruments, and got organized. Dances usually ran from 9 p.m. to midnight. If they ran over, the orchestra was paid extra. Bandstands at both ends of the hall ensured continuous dancing. Usually a local combo filled in while the name band took a break. The most popular local group was the Scranton Sirens. Their members included their leader, William Lustig. Tom and Jimmy Dorsey were two young musicians from Shenandoah, Pennsylvania. The Dorseys were in their late teens when they first came to the Manila Grove bandstand where the Sirens were playing. They were excellent musicians, having been taught by their father, a member of the Lawrence Band. They sat in with the Sirens, became friendly with the group, and were hired. First Jimmy, and then Tommy. The greatest test of the Sirens' popularity came on July 30, 1921, when they were pitted against Ted Lewis. Lewis was a clarinetist with a small outfit, but it was one of the top-selling groups at Columbia Records. It was an indication of the Sirens' popularity that they were able to hold their own against Lewis, and both bands had full houses. From November 23rd through the 25th, 1923, the Sirens headlined at the Poli Theater in Scranton. That theater is now known as the Ritz Theater. 
And this Sunday at that very same theater where the Scranton Sirens had their great run in 1923, the Scranton Jazz Festival will present the four freshmen. You're telling everyone I know I'm on your mind each place you go They can't believe that you're in love with me The four freshmen will join the Scranton Jazz Festival Big Band, a group made up of today's outstanding regional players. The 2022 Scranton Jazz Festival will run Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, August 5th, 6th, and 7th throughout downtown Scranton with two special events at the Ritz Theatre. Marco Marcinko, artistic director and co-founder of the festival, stopped in while he was leading the PA Jazz Institute Intensive in the WVIA TV studio, and we talked about the Scranton Jazz Festival. We've been doing this for 17 years now, and Scranton is a great city with a history with jazz musicians going back to the Dorsey Brothers that played with the Scranton Sirens, and there's a long history of great jazz musicians, blues musicians, that come out of the Scranton area. Uh, all sorts of artists have come out of Northeastern Pennsylvania, as you know. And you know, there's always been a focus on uh, the jazz scene is in the Delaware Water Gap. Yes, it is, but it's also spread itself to Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, and other parts of the state as well. So we have this wonderful festival in Scranton, always the first weekend of August. And this year will be August 5, 6, and 7. And uh, information about the jazz festival and where you could hear and see the things that are a part of it and tickets and all of that wonderful jazz is at www.scrantonjazzfestival.org. Tell us about the format this year, Marco. Yeah, well, because of COVID, we had that one year where we didn't do anything. And of course, you lose a lot of money and you have to build back. And we've been trying to build back. And last year, we were extremely successful building back in the respect that we didn't have like maybe a main stage per se. And we had many, many clubs and bars and restaurants all participating. And a lot of downtown business occurred because of it. People would go from one place to another to another, kind of like New Orleans, kind of like Frenchman Street to Bourbon Street, kind of like the village. You know, you go to one club to another club, maybe grab dinner in one place, then grab a dessert somewhere else, grab a cocktail later that night, this kind of approach. So Scranton was a live very much so last summer during that first weekend of August. So we talk with many of our sponsors. We talk with venues. We talk with the committee, talk with our board of directors. And we were like, you know, we should do this again. And it really worked very nicely because it's extremely social and spreads people around the town and really gives everyone an opportunity. So we're doing it again with 23 venues. It's a lot of venues, but there's a lot of live music to be heard. So Friday, 23 venues, Saturday and Sunday of August 5, 6, and 7, you're going to hear some amazing artists. And you're going to hear national acts like the Four Freshmen, the very famous jazz vocal group. They're going to perform with our Scranton Jazz Festival Big Band, award-winning Scranton Jazz Festival Big Band. A lot of people don't know that we received the uh, Broadcasters Award here because we did a production of the Nutcracker Suite, Jazz Nutcracker Suite at WBIA. And that went through the Pennsylvania Broadcasters Association and it won a major award for its production. So 
This award-winning big band is going to perform with the four freshmen. We're going to do the music of Stan Kenton and the four freshmen, which were two very famous albums, the Roadshow album with Stan Kenton and live at Butler University with the four freshmen in the Stan Kenton Orchestra. So that'll be on Sunday at 5.30 at the Ritz Theater, the Ritz Theater on Wyoming Avenue. So if you go to our website, you can get your tickets there. And I would encourage everyone to come and hear the big band with the four freshmen. Saturday at the Ritz Theater, we have the wonderful group that uh, replicates all of Steely Dan's music. Excellent. They're wonderful. The Royal Scam. So they will be performing Saturday night. And if you're if you're a fan of Steely Dan, you want to check out this group, the Royal Scam, because they do a great job. Friday night is uh, all around the whole town, free walking around, going different places, hearing music until one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Same thing with Saturday, but Saturday has that ticketed event at the Ritz, and Sunday has a ticketed event at the Ritz. I also want to say that we have a jazz brunch happening in four different places between 11 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. on Sunday, August 7th. You could go to Posh on North Washington Avenue. You could go to the Rail Yard. You could go to the Radisson Carmen's 2.0, and you could go to PJ's Pub at the Hilton. So we have a jazz brunch happening as well. There's a lot. It's a lot. Marco, you're joining us after a full day's workshop that's part of the annual Pennsylvania Jazz Institute where you bring young musicians in and work with them intensively. Yeah, right now, I'm glad you mentioned that because every year, a week outside of the festival, we spend uh, five days. uh, We bring students from all over Monroe, Pike, Lackawanna, Luzerne. They've they've come to us from all over. And... um, They'll spend a week with us learning about jazz improvisation and theory and harmony and history and groove and style and various things. And we have young students to older students. We've, we have a, a mixed group. We're going to have two groups, actually, this year, a younger group and an older group. And they're playing the repertoire. They're learning to play, learning about Count Basie, learning about Duke Ellington, John Coltrane, Miles Davis, Ella Fitzgerald. They're learning about these great artists And uh, we're here at WVIA. It's our second year that we're here doing the PA Jazz Institute. And the students will perform at the Jazz Festival on Friday and on Saturday. And if you want to know exactly where, I encourage you to go to ScrantonJazzFestival.org, look at the schedule, and look for the PA Jazz Institute students. And you'll come out and hear some wonderful up-and-coming young musicians. The workshop's being held in one of our TV studios, and I heard through the walls one day, I thought, Night in Tunisia. You did. You did. Totally. You heard Dizzy Gillespie's Night in Tunisia. We're doing a wonderful uh, arrangement of it, and uh, it's pretty awesome with a percussion battery and everything. It's really cool. It's hard to talk about jazz in Scranton without talking about your dad, Marco. Patrick Marcinko, who was a remarkable musician, composer, teacher, choral director, and lover of, among others, Stan Kenton. Oh, totally. He was a big Stan. This is how we grew up in the Marcinko household. We, you know, we were we heard Stan Kenton all the time, Maynard Ferguson, Buddy Rich, uh, Woody Herman. We heard Count Basie, Ellington. We heard all the big bands growing up. It was a great way to hear music and learn about music because of the harmonies and the intricacies and the rhythms and everything. You know, I think about how my dad, he enjoyed the Cuban fire suite. So I had a chance to go to Cuba and play with Cuban musicians and just get a feeling for 
what Stan Kenton and Johnny Richards must have felt like when they got involved with that scene of music, you know. So that was going back to learning that at a very young age, you know. So I try to bring that Cuban, Afro-Cuban sound even to the students now. They need to learn about the clave and they need to learn about congas and, and various percussion instruments and, and know what that feels like. So, and yeah, when we do the four freshmen Stan Kenton thing at the, without giving too much away, we will do the very famous arrangement of Rainy Day by the Stan Kenton Orchestra and we'll do the peanut vendor and we'll do a little minor booze. And then the four freshmen will perform all of those classic, you know, from this moment on, day by day, all of those Route 66, the things that they did with the with the band, yeah. We know you as the leader of the Scranton Jazz Festival big band, Marco, but are you going to play separately with your Latin combo? Yeah, we're going to play on uh, Saturday night at PJ's Pub, the Latin Jazz Quintet with Tom Hamilton, Paul Rostock, Bill Washer, and Bob Velez. Yeah, it's an awesome group and been playing with that group for 25, 30 years. It's amazing, but we try to we try to keep that tradition alive, that Latin jazz tradition, you know, and try to do it in this area. So it's really cool. We know we've been so hungry for live music, music in the presence of those of you who are making it in the moment. And so many of these venues you're talking about in Scranton are intimate, so we're going to have that intimacy and that live presence. Another another really important point you make, the intimacy of the music. What's important about this music is people hear jazz on the radio or on a recording or on their phone or something, and it's not the same feeling as when you see it live because you actually get a chance to see how jazz musicians negotiate a beat, negotiate chord structure and harmony and, and play off of one another. And there's an excitement factor. There's, there's other factors, emotional factors that come into seeing music live, and especially jazz musicians that are noted for being so open, like open books with, uh, you know, wearing the song on their sleeve type of thing. You know, there's such a, there's such a magic to that. So I encourage everyone to come to the festival to hear great live music, you know, just in general. And it is an event. It is a weekend event that's all over downtown Scranton. And there's places to walk. We're going to have trolleys taking people around, which is really exciting. When that's happening, dropping them off at various stops. And the schedule will tell you all the different sorts of jazz that you could hear from old style Dixieland swing style to vocal jazz to a Latin sound, you know, Latin quintet or big band sound. There's some blues. We have Bobby Kyle and the and ministers. They're performing, Norman Taylor's performing, the Merchants of Groove, Teddy Young. These are some great blues musicians that are at the festival. You know, so there's a mixed bag of world music as well as jazz and blues. It's great. Remind me of you 
The Four Freshmen, part of the 17th annual Downtown Scranton Jazz Festival, August 5th, 6th, and 7th. Over 20 venues, Marco told us 23 venues with great jazz, blues, and world beat music. The headliners include the legendary Four Freshmen. They'll be playing with the Scranton Jazz Festival Big Band, and that's Sunday afternoon at the Ritz Theater. And the Royal Scam tribute to Steely Dan will be Saturday at the Ritz Theater. And then all throughout downtown at 23 venues, there will be jazz Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. For more information on the web, scrantonjazzfestival.org, scrantonjazzfestival.org. It's the 17th annual Scranton Jazz Festival, August 5th, 6th, and 7th in downtown Scranton with this ensemble, the four freshmen. Remind me of you.